Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 13, verses 47 through 52, verse 47. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. When it was full, men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into containers, but threw the bad away. So it will be at the close of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Let's stop right there and deal with that parable. It sounds a little bit like the parable we just studied a few days ago about the wheat and the weeds. You can imagine this net that they're talking about is kind of like a drag net that would be thrown out into the lake or the sea weights at the bottom. It would be drug up toward the shore and it would gather fish of all kinds. Back in the Jewish system, there were certain kinds of fish considered bad or unclean and they would be separated out from the fish that were clean that could be eaten. Jesus says this separation between the bad fish and the good fish is like what's going to happen at the end of the age when his angels come and separate the evil from the righteous. And the people who are evil will be thrown into a place where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is punishment for sin. It's not a popular message. We don't like to talk about hell. We don't like to talk about judgment. That's one of the reasons that fewer pastors and churches and ministries are talking about it because it's not as appealing as talking about the love of God or the mercy of God or the compassion of God or the goodness of God. This is one of the harder aspects, but we've talked over and over about how God is righteous and sin must be punished. That's what this is talking about. Just like the weed and the weeds grew together in the field and his servants were commanded not to go out and try to separate the wheat from the weeds, rather wait until the harvest and then let the wheat and the weeds be separated at that time. Same thing here. There's a question from this passage that maybe you've landed on already, which is how do I be part of the righteous and not part of the evil? I don't want to go to the fiery furnace where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, so how can I be part of the righteous? Is that even possible? That leads into the second part of this passage. Verse 51. Have you understood all these things? They said to him, yes. And he said to them, therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. It's interesting that Jesus uses the phrase, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven. This type of scribe is different than the type of scribe who would have been around in Jesus' time. Part of the Jewish leaders, the scribes, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, part of the group of people that are trying to seek him out and destroy him, who are threatened by him, who want him gotten rid of. Those are the scribes that are very well versed in the Old Covenant, the Old Testament. And they're not happy with the things Jesus is saying because it's challenging some of the way they operate, challenging the way they believe about who God is and how somebody becomes righteous. Jesus says, every scribe who is trained for the kingdom of heaven, unlike those scribes, will be well versed in the idea that you have to hold the new that is being proclaimed with the old. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 17 that he came not to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. The law, of course, is referring to the Old Testament, the law and the prophets. Jesus came not to say that Old Testament stuff is in the past, we're going to totally get rid of it, but rather I have come to fulfill and to make possible that which the Old Testament talks about, which is impossible. You can learn a little bit more about that in episode 466 of this podcast. That's Matthew 5, verse 17 through 20. But in summary, Jesus is 
is referring to the notion that under the old covenant, the way that men were to be made righteous was by living obedient to the law, to the Ten Commandments. But we saw over and over and over how men are unable to live according to the law, according to the Ten Commandments. And so there was a system in place by which they could be forgiven. They had to go through a bunch of sacrifices. It meant a lot if they were a part of the family of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob because they had all these rituals and sacrifices in place that would cleanse them of their sin and make them righteous before God. But that was a righteousness that was never really effective because no matter how many sacrifices they did, no matter how many days of atonement went by, no matter how many hoops they jumped through, they still were stained with sin and they were unrighteous. That's the conundrum of the old covenant. It didn't work. So Jesus is coming on the scene and he's preaching a gospel that is fundamentally different. And this gospel is that you cannot be righteous on your own. You are unable to be obedient enough to satisfy God's holy standard. Therefore, Jesus himself lived perfectly. Jesus himself was obedient in every way. Jesus himself satisfied God's holy standard. Not only that, but Jesus was put on the cross bearing the burden of sin and he was punished for that sin which he didn't commit. The Bible says that he became sin who knew no sin so that we could become the righteousness of God. What does that mean? It means that he paid the penalty that every one of us owe for our sin, which is death, physical death and spiritual separation from God. And then he rose again, defeating sin, death of the power of the devil. And the transaction that God offers us is if we would put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, if we would receive him, if we'd believe in his name, if we confess with our mouth that he is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, if we would acknowledge our deficiency before God, acknowledge our sin and our need for a savior through faith in Christ, we could have his righteousness and we could be forgiven. This is the message of the gospel. This is the message of the new covenant. But you got to hold both the old and the new together. We haven't gotten rid of the old. God is holy, just like the Old Testament is clear. His standard is perfection. And in order to be in his presence, we must perfectly obey the Ten Commandments. But we can't. But Jesus did. And through faith in Christ, we receive his righteousness. The scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven, that is, these disciples and apostles who will take his message forward in the early centuries, and even those of us today who are ambassadors for Christ through faith in him, we will be trained to hold the old and the new together in a way that ad- in a way that adequately captures the essence of God's redemptive plan. That is that men must be perfect. They can't be perfect. Christ was perfect. And through faith in him, we can have his perfection. We can be forgiven and we can be grafted into God's family, spend eternity in the kingdom of heaven. Friends, that is the gospel. The gospel means good news. It is good news. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.